hey, hey, welcome to Unapologetically Feminine, the space where all of you is welcome and celebrated. I am your host, Jane Wynn, and my intention here is to support, empower, and celebrate women to say yes to the most epic, radiant, turn on and juicy as fuck version of themselves and to experience the most orgasmic, ecstatic, open to God kind of relationship and intimacy. Join me on this show will be some of the most amazing souls, revolutionaries, potent creatives, teachers and devotees to the feminine art. This is a space with potent transmissions, intimacy, open-hearted conversations, laughters, tears, and everything in between. So let's go and let's play. Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically Feminine. So in this episode, I want to share with you some really simple tips on how to stay calm and grounded in the face of chaos. If anything they've learned in the last two and a bit years, especially through COVID, is that we have to really prioritize our mental health our nervous system, and learn to navigate intense energy and emotions so that we can still show up in life and for our purpose. And running a feminine-led life and business requires you to continue to stay connected and open. And so in this episode I want to share with you how I move and navigate all of this. But more importantly, I want to normalize that you don't have to shut it all down to show up for business. You don't have to show up with this perfect packaged up version of yourself that you can bring your vulnerability, that you can be an imperfect as fuck human being and still be able to say yes to all the things that you can have those days where you know things go wrong and you don't feel as empowered and still feel like you know you showing up with your heart wide open here I am bring it on and for me understanding acknowledging firstly that life is not meant to be a smooth line there are ups and downs there are days when you feel like you are on top of the world and other days where you feel like you just want to throw in the towel you know i i get it you know being a mum and having multiple businesses supporting a lot of people clients and also valuing relationships and families, some days are hard. And that's the truth. And that's okay that we can say that it's hard. It doesn't mean that we can't show up. It doesn't mean anything about us. If anything, these days allow me to be more appreciative, firstly, of the skill set and the mindset that I've learned over the years 
but more importantly, like the things that are really important in my life, aka my mental health, my self-connection, my soul, my heart, my body. And, you know, it's really important that as you listen to this, like take what really resonates with you and trial it out. It's not going to be like, do all this and it's going to be like smooth sailing. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I realized today is that, you know, today I woke up feeling a bit tired because I didn't have a very good night's sleep. And then my daughter has been sick and had a fever. And so I woke up just knowing that a lot of the things that I've had on my plan today have to be rescheduled. Client meetings, you know, things that I plan to do, like recording videos and creating content, all have to push back. And on top of that, today I woke up um, and having my Instagram and Facebook account like hacked or everything is down while I'm in the middle of my launch. Like one of those days. And I remember just feeling like so much energies and emotions rising in my body. I was just feeling like, oh my God, I just cannot believe that this is happening like seriously give me a break and so in that moment I really caught myself I caught myself feeling like everything is happening to me that I am the victim I caught myself thinking that okay I don't really have time for this I need to shut it all down and keep soldiering on And when I caught myself, I just take a big, deep breath. I cannot tell you like how important it is to remember how to breathe. It's so like weird to think that we have to be reminded to breathe, given that if we don't breathe, we die. And so the the contraction that you may feel in your body or you know, the nervousness, the anxiety, like all is a signal for you to come back to your breath. And, you know, I've been doing this work for how long now? And again, this first gateway to the body, the breath, continued to be one of the most powerful yet underestimated tool to use. And I remember when I did that, it was like, I, I felt like, okay, I'm here with myself, with my body. And so if you're noticing like stress in your body, if you're noticing anxiety, again, come back, close down your eyes and start breathing. The breath allows you to bring safety back into your nervous system and this is one of the ways that we can regulate a nervous system through slow deep breaths into ourselves into our body and and then what I realized is that I, I start noticing emotions coming up and instead of shutting them all down which I have been doing for the first 20 plus years of my life I was always told that 
I wasn't allowed to cry, that I need to kind of tough it up and soldier on. And I know that for many of you, especially strong, independent women who, you know, holding a lot, whether it's business or family, like this whole thing about shutting all down and focusing on the doing is one of our unconscious patterns that we need to track. And so when I did that, it really allows me to be more aware of of what's actually happening. And so in that moment where I where usually when I don't feel safe in my body, my mind will take over. And so I can go on this autopilot and trying to do things so that I don't have to feel. And if you have similar patterns like me, then in that moment reminding yourself that it is safe to feel. And there's a few things when it comes to feelings is that to feel is to heal. And it sounds so cliche, but it's so true. Because our emotions are essentially just energies in motion. And so when we contract, when we kind of like, <gasps> and we don't let out the sigh, when we don't let the emo- emotions and energies flow, then we stop ourselves from being connected to life or life force and the cause of this is that we can continue to operate from these like disconnected place where we don't feel anything when we feel frozen when we kind of armored up against life we don't let anyone in or out We don't share vulnerability. We don't get to experience intimacy. And, you know, there's there's this whole thing around being a superwoman. And I share a lot with my clients. Like, everyone's like, you just seem like a superwoman. But I'm like, I am not. I am so not a superwoman. There's no way that I can do everything myself. And I don't want to. In fact, you know, I cry a lot. There are moments where I feel like I just want to throw in the towel and give up. And I have a, a moment of tantrum. It's part of the journey. And for me, vulnerability, it's really important. Like really important. Because it creates intimacy. It allows me to be connected to life and the things that are really important. You know, my values, family, relationships, connection, love, intimacy, all that requires me to be vulnerable, to be connected to myself and to create safety to do that. Now, that's a skill set. And it does bring up a lot of stuff for us. So if you have been, you know, maybe in your childhood told that it's weak to cry or it's weak to ask for support, then that's the the conditionings that you have to work on. There's no such thing as a superwoman. 
you know, we, yes, we are magical and epic and amazing in so many different ways, but there's no superwoman that don't need anyone. And so first of all, to let yourself have those moments when you feel like, oh gosh, I just can't do this. I can't keep going. Those moments are important to continue to stay open to, to receive. And I talk a lot about nervous system stuff because in those moments where you don't want to adult, yeah, it's important to hold your little girl. Your little girl is feeling unsafe. She is scared. She is frustrated. She wants to throw a tantrum. And that's absolutely okay. And, you know, I talk about bringing all parts of yourself with you on this journey. And this is why we need to hold space for the little girl. We cannot show up in life completely shut off from everything. Like she can be a part of the journey too. And it's our responsibility to hold space for her. To let her know that she's safe, that everything is going to be okay. And when you hold space for that, of course, emotions can come up. Maybe you feel frustrated and, you know, you want to throw a tantrum. Maybe you feel angry and you want to scream. Maybe you want to cry because you're feeling sad. All those emotions are so welcome, like so welcome. And in Sacred Devotion, you know, I share a lot of tools around like navigating emotions and regulate our nervous system. And one of that is to use our body to discharge intense energy. So for example, if you're feeling the energy of anger bubbling up, something that you can do is to get the pillow out, you can punch a pillow, you can throw them around, you can hit the pillow to discharge emotions or the energies in your body. If you feel like screaming, you can either like scream out loud or if you don't feel safe or if you're not in an environment where you can scream out loud, then maybe like cover your mouth and try to scream with your hands covering your mouth or screaming in a pillow is also another powerful way to discharge the energy through the sound. Sound, again, is another underestimated tool that people don't use. We live in a very suppressed culture where sound is very limited and there's so much liberation that happens when we activate our throat and make sound. The third thing I want you to start thinking of, how can you move your body and really trust your body to discharge the energy? Yes, we are very evolved in in terms of our development in the animal kingdom. However, our body is still, you know, it's an animal body. And with that, so much of our energy needs to be moved through the body just like an animal do, like shaking, moving, stomping your feet on the ground. All that is part of this 
embodiment practice that we do to regulate, to discharge the energy, especially intense energy. When you shut down your intense energy, they don't disappear. Yeah, you may try to like put a layer over the top, but eventually they will come out one way or another. And for me personally, I've had moments where I lashed out because I've just had so much energy building up in my body and I didn't know how to let it out consciously or healthily. And so they just came out and, you know, I've had moments where I just lash out at people that I love and I'm like, oops, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to scream at you. Just like I've just something took over me. Or I've had moments where I felt really depressed and like just like crying for no reason. I've had, you know, years of depression. So for me, it's my body ways of saying that, hey, there's stuff that you haven't looked at for years and maybe it's time to look at that. You know, you probably have seen people who, you know, lash out being aggressive at others. You know, they obviously have, you know, emotions, wounds or pain they haven't been dealt with consciously in their body. And so these are some of the very simple tools that you can use to discharge energy. And then the next thing is to learn to regulate your nervous system, to learn and find a way to bring safety back to yourself. So for me, I find water element really healing. For some other people, you know, being in nature, being on the earth brings a lot of calmness and safety. So you need to kind of troll it out and just find ways where you get back that level of safety. Everyone say that safety is boring, but to be honest with you, safety is like the golden key to deeper connection and intimacy. You cannot have intimacy without safety. And for me, like this morning, what happened was after I discharged the emotions, after I had a big cry, it's like, oh my God, like I can't do this. I literally just went to the shower and just let the water drip down my body and just allow myself to just feel and be held. When I say like be held, like I I use my arms to just touch myself and just calm my little girl and let her know that she is safe. And I also allow myself to be held by something much bigger. You know, I told myself story that instead of believing that I am the victim, that this is happening for me and that I don't have a choice, I reframed the story for myself that actually maybe I don't know the reason yet, but this is serving me. And how empowering is that to be able to flip from being a really bad, annoying, frustrating day to be a day where I get to be really grateful for what is happening. 
And you can do that too. This is where we get to turn pain into pleasure. Where we turn like this empowerment into more power, more life force, more more joy for us. We get to turn, you know, our victimhood, our old beliefs, our stories into a pathway, a foundation or springboard for us to rise. So after I reframe my story and just feeling into like, yeah, I am not alone here. There's something much bigger holding me. And then I told myself stories and beliefs around my launch. Like I had this freak out moment where I was like, oh my God, how am I going to launch? I don't know how long I'm going to be suspended for on my social media. And I I am in conversations with people on these platforms. I'm like, how am I going to launch successfully? And so I had to tell myself stories and beliefs like it's happening. It's going to be okay. I am going to have a successful launch regardless that no matter like how many days I'm being suspended, I just know that my clients are drawn in because of my energy and it's happening and I have to trust. Trust is a big thing. Yeah, to be able to trust and surrender the outcome to let go of control is a big thing. It's it's the thing that allows you to drop back into your flow, into your body, into the current of the feminine. She is deeply trusting of life. She knows that she is provided for. She knows that she is guided by something much greater. And this is going to be really powerful for you to know that this moment today, you know, for me, you know, may be one of the greatest moments in my life where I get to look back and go, wow, those days where I wanted to give up, I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I continue to show up in life. And so the next thing I want to talk to you is about actions. You know, one of these days, it's easier to be swampy, to get stuck in our emotions. I mean, I've done that in the past. I've had days where I just kind of like wallowing on the emotions, feeling pity for myself. And, you know, all is part of the journey. I remember when I first opened to my I call it the emotional vault. Like so much emotions came out. I was literally like crying for days. And these days I move through my emotions very quickly. Like it probably take me, what, half an hour, 45 minutes this morning to feel regulated again. And so this is a practice. It's continual practice day to day showing up. And so some days may take you longer, other days quicker. And it's not about the time as such. It's about the willingness to go in and be with what is present. And so for me, you know, I used to be able to show up and take actions, but leaving parts of myself behind, not feeling myself, my little girl. And so these days... 
I'm able to say yes to the action. Yes, we still need to show up and do the things, especially as a mum. Something that I learned is that I've got a little human depending on me. I still need to show up. And so I get to bring my little girl with me and still show up and do what I'm meant to be doing. And I find that the less I judge myself, the less I you know, get caught in my own thoughts and my own like mind analysis, the more likelihood it is for me to show up more powerfully in the world because I just show up as I am. I don't sit there and question and judge so much as like, well, I show up and if I cry, I cry. If I need a moment, I'll need a moment. Like I'm even very transparent with my daughter about where I'm at and my emotions and so she understands that mommy sometimes just need a moment and that's okay sometimes she'd give me a hug and go it's okay mommy and like yeah I know you know I kind of like that kind of like transparency and intimacy in in my family where we all know that we get to be human we get to have a cry and everything, it's going to be okay as well. And the last thing I want to leave with you is to learn that you don't have to do this alone. This is a big thing for me to learn. I I used to just soldier on by myself. I used to just like keep going and don't want to ask for support or help because that was you know, I thought that was a sign of weakness. And these days I am so appreciative of support. Like I cannot do this without support. I have people around me who understand, who who helps me and very compassionate, you know, to, to me, especially these days. And that that requires me to really kind of get out my own way and learn that, you know, asking for support doesn't mean anything about myself or for for my worth and that I can lean in into vulnerability of asking for what I really need or want and that, you know, I have to also trust that people have their own boundaries and needs and that they are also responsible for themselves that I am not a burden to anyone because I can ask for help but if it crosses someone's boundary or if it doesn't feel comfortable for them that they will let me know and so this has been a really big thing because I used to feel like if I ask for support they can't say no or I am a burden. And these days I fully trust that people make empowering decisions for themselves. And that really helps me to feel like, okay, I can just voice what I need and I kind of let go of the outcome of, you know, whether people can meet me there or not. Because first and foremost, I have to meet myself there. And so... These are really like simple things that you can do amongst the chaos. And, you know, it will pass. It always does. 
there's always light at the end of the tunnel and it's okay that you have, you know, these moments, this part of life, this part of the journey. And so if you're listening to this, I just want you to know that, you know, we're all here, we're all on the same boat. We're all trying to figure it all out. No one has the answer. It's okay that you take a pause. It's okay that today is one of those days. But remember, you are more powerful than you ever know. You are like so incredibly resourceful more than you ever know. And that everything is going to be okay. And so I'm going to end the episode here. And what I want to share with you is that if you truly desire to rise in your power in the way that is safe, in a way that honors your softness, your vulnerability, the parts of you that are a bit maybe slow and still rise in your power, in your sovereignty, And you want to learn how to do that, you know, especially navigating your emotions, learning how to create safety in your body, then come join us in Sacred Devotion. This journey is an eight-week journey into love, power, and pleasure. And through the six pillars, we're going to learn how to unbecome. I talk about the word unbecome is that throughout this journey, we're going to strip back all the layers of conditionings, all the old beliefs, all the patterns that stop us from being the epic, amazing, unapologetic, radiant, internal as fuck version of ourselves. And it's time we say yes to that. It's time to rise. So if you are interested, click the link in the bio to find out more. You can always reach out. I hope that the tips here really serve you. If you have any questions, let me know. Have an amazing day and I look forward to share with you more in the next episode.